Hello, listeners. Hello, world. Hello, Bendos, live from Japan. How are you, mates? I'm good, Mark. Good to speak to you. What's going on? Oh, not a lot, mate. Just trying to hide from the rain here. It's just had a massive downpour. I don't know if the listeners can hear it, but uh, yeah, just still sort of relishing from the sports mayhem we've had over the last couple of weeks and the winds. The winds that the Two Cooks podcast has just been throwing out. I hope everyone's getting on it, Mark. I did have a bit of feedback that when we did do the pods, um, there's a little bit of lag time for us because we're not the greatest technically. So they weren't going up in time. So um, we'll work on that. So we yeah, can get I'm actually, you a bit earlier. I've been hearing that a lot of people are getting on the tips to be honest, so... That's, that's good to hear. I hear that. We're winning people money and we're also uh, we're also helping people with their fantasy, which is which is what you want to hear. Ah, that's what we like to hear. So I didn't I didn't realise we, we were fantasy gurus as well as gambling gurus. Yeah, we're both. You know, people, people like to flutter in all sorts of ways. That is true. That's that becomes apparent when we got a video the other day of someone winning a an Xbox or something. That's true. Shout out to friend <laughs> of the show, Craig. Um, mate, how did you pull up after the the Tigers win? And um, obviously, we had Tiger as one of our picks at about twenty to one, uh, bringing the the two Cooks balance up to about three thousand dollars at the moment. If you've been betting along with us, which is pretty crazy, and. Um, Mate, yeah, how did you go after watching that and um, seeing I was, pr- I was pretty, I was pretty pumped. I wanted to go and play golf after that, but I don't have my sticks here. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my sleep was out. It was a bit... I'd gone for the first few days of the sleep being a bit whacked one way, and then the final round they brought everything forward to, I guess, to miss the, the storms that were coming. Yeah. Um, which I think that was smart because no one wants that wants to see them go out and play the next day and get rained off because it just takes away from it. You know, fuck, they don't want to do it. So I think it was a, a good call to, to start early and uh, it was a good call for us because we got the money. We got the money, uh, but uh, I actually woke up. I was in Sydney at the time and flicked on the TV and I thought I was watching it live. And then um, I was like, geez, Tiger's sort of in the hunt. And then I flicked on my phone to check news and everyone's like celebrating his victory. And I'm like, what's going on here? And then I realised that I'd stuffed up the tea time and I was showing a replay. Uh, yeah, because I think that's what happened as well. A lot of the the mainstream coverage had already locked in from, you know, say in Australia, 3 a.m. until 9 a.m. when it finishes. So... They just couldn't bring it forward, which is which they should. But um, I was just watching it on my on my laptop. I had a couple of screens going, which was good. They had uh, on the Masters website. They had Amen Corner, featured groups. They had four different um, setups on the what was that on sorry on TBS, which is the what you can get it on in, in Japan. But yeah, so it was. Yeah. I was loving it. Yeah, I was loving it too. I love the coverage. I love everything about the Masters. Uh, 
I've heard a couple of podcasts sort of highlighting the segregation and the issues, the past issues of the Masters, and we're not really going to go too deep on that. We're just talking about gambling and watching watching the uh, the golf, and it's, it's an amazing event to watch. Yeah. Well, yeah, even if you touch on that, I think they've done a good thing and with the women starting at Augusta this year. I think we talked about it last time. I don't think yeah, yeah. much much more needs to be said. It's look where it is in America. There's always segregation. It's it's still a while away from you know being the being normal. What yeah. we're, what we're used to. So coming into the money, we had the top two. The Two Cooks podcast had the top two, which you know if you follow on the Two Two Cooks podcast, and we're gonna, I think we're gonna um, release a. I don't know. They do like Patreons or whatever where people, you know, members get our actual picks and more picks. I think we need to do that because we're making the listeners too much money. Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea and they'll get the uh, the sneaky side bets. Like we don't give too much away when, when we're doing our multis and stuff. And, well, exactly. They're, 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 they're even better than the normal tips. So. I had a multi that was coming home that had about a $3 million payday and it just missed out. It was unfortunate. <laughs> so I, I, I literally still missed it by two. Yeah, I still don't realise what the go is with um, with sports bet because there is a disclaimer there that they only pay out a certain amount. Is that true? Yeah, they only pay out up to a million. Okay. So, Which, let's be honest, I mean, we'll take it. Yeah, so so that, was tw- that would have been a 12-legger. Yeah, it was like a 12-legger. It, yeah. it, was, it was good. I actually had a few on the surfing. So keep your ears peeled for when we let, release our – once sports bets start paying us some money for this pod, and we're at the point where they should be. I mean, listeners are just going crazy on the pod, aren't they, at the moment? I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. And so, it was, uh, yeah, so I guess we, we get on to, to Tiger. What did you make of that? Did you think that that was – it's destiny or destiny. I mean, you and I have been riding Tiger for the whole time he's been off. Yeah. And anyone that's listened to us or friends with us, we've always thought he's coming back. I think his last Masters win was 2005, was it? Yeah. Yeah, because I had the flag, I had the flag, what his signed flag of his one, his 2005 one. And uh, it's been a long time between drinks. There's been drugs, there's been hookers, there's been <laughs> prostitutes. Uh, you, you, you mentioned, is it the greatest comeback ever in sporting history? I don't know, mate. I really yeah. don't. I, I think there's, I don't know if it is or not. Um, individually, it's just someone that's, it's greatness. I don't think you compare can compare apples to oranges because everything has its merit. Like team sport, it's it's different. Um, I think it's a great comeback and it's well deserved because I think he's always been pretty vocal about the fact that look, he's he was never the strongest, the fastest, whatever it is, but he always had that work ethic and which sets him apart. So he's just been grinding. Um, and I think it was like two years since his, that he had his fusion on his back, which is pretty crazy to think that he's gone and, and beat this young guard as well. 
Yeah, that's that's massive. And yeah. it is a big comeback, but we've had a couple of crazy comebacks in the last few years. Like you think about one of the, one that springs to mind is Cleveland coming back against Golden State when they were 3-1 down. Yeah. That was pretty pretty impressive. Like that was incredible and you do not see that happening much. So like I don't think you've ever seen that in NBA. So I think yeah, um I don't know. I, I think it's pretty incredible. I think yeah. it's pretty incredible. Yeah, and I think you've got to go individual versus team because you can even go what was when the Patriots came back when it was just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean NFL for, Yeah, against Atlanta, I think it was. Yeah. NFL I don't include in <laughs> sports. I mean, I include it in sport, but come on. Hey, what's hey, what's a sport? Is it's it's played outside of more than one country professionally? Yeah. Is that what you'd say? I think I think that's what you should deem a sport as. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in these modern times, where anyone can pick up a, yeah, I mean, people will say that it's played in England or whatever else, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, great, great weekend of golf we're a little bit late on the party um we were both a bit couldn't couldn't get each other at the right times last week i guess you had your easter and a bit of a road trip yeah i had the road trip and came back and and yeah it was back into work so it was hard to hard to pin it down which everyone was stinging for their bells tips yeah so we yeah, we've heard you, and we're going to release a few of those at the end of the the podcast, um, and discuss all of all things surfing related, which is what people they come to hear us just spitting hate on <laughs> the world's best surfers. I think. So I was coming into this pod today with a bit of positivity and thinking, oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to spew too much hate today, but hey, when it's warranted. Yeah, so we'll get to that at the end, so sit tight. Uh, we were going to do a little bit of a dive on NBA playoffs, which is obviously happening at the moment. Have you been following any of this, mate? Yeah, not too much. I, I, I see the odd bits and pieces with Simmons, um, and I haven't really, so I thought I'd I'd get your uh, wealth of knowledge on the subject. So what's going on? What's your pick? Yeah. Um. My pick, or like everyone's picks really, is going to be Golden State Warriors. They are uh, clearly the the team to beat, but they've had a big injury, and I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw it for Demarcus Cousins. No, uh, I didn't. Yeah, he's gone down, and he's he's uh, he's he's injured. So they've still got their big four, which is Durant, Thompson. And um, Curry and Green, which is a huge team, and they've still got all those guys. So, look, they're going to be next to impossible to beat, in my opinion. But there's a couple of dark horses which I've been loading up on. One is the 76ers, which they're an interesting team to look at, that's for sure. Yeah, so what I saw something the other day about, I think it was someone from from like the I don't know if it was Brooklyn or something someone was giving him giving Simmons a bit of shit and saying he's he's average yeah Jared Dudley yeah um but then I saw one of Simmons's dunks from that was just ridiculous where he just destroyed and just kind of looked over at him 
Yeah, I saw that. If the 76ers have got an amazing team if they all play well together. The big problem is, is they sort of play as individuals at the moment, but they have got some weapons. And, yeah, there was a bit of back and forth with Brooklyn. Brooklyn are a good team. Like Brooklyn have got a lot of potential. Uh, but, really, it's going to be hard for anyone to beat Golden State. But at 26-1 to 1 for the 76ers to win the championship, for our gambling listeners and our degenerates, which there's a heap of you out there, uh, I would load up and just chuck a lazy you know, 20 or 10 on the 76ers to maybe win. And then you got a horse in the race too. Yeah. So what, what do you think that they're, they're definitely got the East wrapped up in your opinion? I reckon they could, yeah. I, I reckon they do. Boston are, and Toronto are very good teams and they're higher favourites on the um, on the betting calendar at about 17 to 1 and 12 to 1. But... I don't know. I think the 76ers are the most likely team to provide an upset. People love the Bucks, which has got that uh, Giannis Anatokounmpo, I believe. I can't even pronounce his name. But, um, yeah, so there's some good teams in the East this year, which is crazy. But my, like, as far as making money on gambling and, like, potential upset, at 26 to 1, the 76ers are my, my favourite sort of roughy, roughy to come home. Yeah, I don't think that's an interesting bet. It offers some some value, which I think is important. I don't think you you want to be fucking around with what, who. What are the odds in the for the West? Oh well, to come out of the West, I don't have them up at the moment. But like Golden State are a dollar fifty to win. Milwaukee Bucks are six fifty. Houston are seven fifty. Houston are a chance. Uh, Raptors at $12, Celtics at 17 Philly at 26 I love Philly at 26 yeah, I love a- them at 26 to 1. Anyone that's watched Embiid play just knows he, he can be a beast and he's so cocky and confident. I just feel like there's, there's some potential upset. One injury from Golden State and, uh, yeah, I think, I think something could happen. We've got a lot of bets coming up in play with the NBA, though. A lot of talk about Kevin Durant and his free agency coming up. Uh, There's some betting sites that have released his uh, potential free agent destination as a a bet, and that's an interesting one. Uh, So where do you think he's going to go? Everyone thinks New York, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Um. I'm a little bit torn with what he's doing. I I think, and I've said my picks, and I've been talking about this for a long time with um friend of the show, Ari, uh, our man on the ground in LA, and I've thought that Kyrie is coming to LA and LA, Kyrie and LeBron had an agreement when Kyrie left uh, Cleveland even though they created all this shit storm where are saying they hated each other and all this, but an agreement for him to come to LA. Uh, and I think there's a chance that Durant could even go to the Clippers with Kawhi, even though they play similar positions, which is just crazy um, because I think he's going to New York. The problem with teams like New York and LA, the management's shit at the moment. 
Like the management's a fight. Like LA have just got rid of um, Magic Johnson. It's fallen apart. And I don't think people want to play with LeBron right now. So dark horses, in a nutshell, dark horses for Durant, I think, and teams that we might not think where, you know, that might not be on the radar is Clippers, which is crazy to think. Uh, so he's definitely leaving. He's definitely leaving. Um, he's definitely leaving Golden State. It's just a matter of where. Yeah. Do you think he should go east? Do you think there's uh, more east? there's more more money there for him? Because there's there doesn't seem to be yeah. as many as many big names. Because it sounds like he look he's he's kind of got his championships that he wanted. He's I think cha- chasing okay. the buck a little bit. Which you would. Right. You gotta make the yeah, most I, out of it. I reckon Kawhi Kawhi. Uh, Durant doesn't want drama, I think. Okay. So I could even see him going to like Brooklyn instead of being a, a, a Nick. The reason why I'm saying teams like Brooklyn and Clippers is because of the management of those Lakers and New York teams. And it's so bad. These guys don't want to deal with, like, bad press for a year. They've made enough money, so they don't want to deal with, like, oh, they're bringing the Knicks franchise into disrepute or they're bringing the Lakers. He's got no – I don't think he's got any interest in it. This is just my crystal ball stuff. Yeah. But I do think he wants to be in a big market. So it's possible somewhere like Brooklyn. Like Brooklyn's a good team too. Brooklyn or the Clippers, these second-tier teams in big markets, I could see stepping up to the plate and potentially getting a big name. So, yeah, I don't know. The East is pretty stacked now too. Yeah, it just seems the East is, especially after LeBron going to the Lakers where it just didn't, work like do you think Duran will go somewhere where there's I guess there wasn't even half a team at, at the Lakers to go to was it, it they were just no. relying too heavily on him to, to boost no. everyone else yeah and this whole LeBron experiments failing at the moment it reminds me of Kobe in his last few years to be honest and no one wanting to play with Kobe so yeah Stay tuned on the Two Cooks podcast because I do have some, uh, I do have some good sort of, good sort of ideas of what's happening with Kawhi. But I just want to Kawhi and Durant. But I just want to wait for the next couple of weeks to see what happens in the finals. Yeah, nice. So, who's your pick for the? So you're going Philly to Philly to win the Philly East, to win Golden State to win the West and then no, to, no, you're yeah, not going to say. So you reckon Golden State need to get need to lose for Philly to win? So you think if Golden State go to the to the yeah, final? Yeah, I mean, look, I just think either way, I'm going Philly. I hope Golden State get knocked out earlier. They probably won't. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. Okay, and where's the, what's the money on Philly at at twenty six to one? How much twenty six to one? Oh, how much am I, or do I recommend two Cooks listeners? Yeah, do you, rec- do you recommend? I'd say 50 on it. Yeah. That's if you can, you know, look, gamble responsibly, but. Yeah, 55, you know, it's all relative, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So a lazy 50 on Philadelphia. But, look, if you've been if you've been following the Two Cooks podcast, you're up $3,000 at the moment. I think it's 2900 or something. So pull out a $50 note from that stack that wad of cash you got, 
and just chuck a few sneaky ones on uh, and see where they take you. Mm. Because it's good value. You look at you look at what it's got. Like I, ca- I can't believe when there's how many teams left. Say after uh, after, after this weekend, there's not too much. Is there after the first round? No, so it's sixteen right now. But so it goes know. to eight. So let's say it goes to eight. Yeah. You got Golden State at dollar fifty, but there's value for the for the eight. What we need to see is an injury, and I hate to say it. But if another injury happens on the Warriors, which I've been talking about for ages, we've already had Boogie. He's out, okay? Durant has checked out mentally. We need one argument between the team, which is highly possible, and then any of these other teams could win. The only dark horse team I really, other one that I really like is the Raptors. Well, the Raptors were were meant to do good things last season, weren't they? But they just... Didn't perform in the playoffs, huh? No, but they got Kawhi now, and they're at twelve to one. Kawhi, no one. When Kawhi's on, he's unguardable. Uh, like Steph is unguardable at times. Kawhi's unguardable, like Durant's unguardable. Uh, so, yeah, he's a guy that there could be something happening with Toronto if they if they push through. So. We'll see, though, like the NBA finals are the best thing. I love watching it. It's my favourite sort of, I guess my favourite finals tournament out of any sporting event. So, yeah, it's good Good times. Yeah, I, and I think it's good the way it's done and there's just so much on. There's so yeah. many games on. You can just flick through. So, yeah, we'll see how that comes along. But, yeah. Go to the Clippers and and maybe if you if you're keen Raptors still a little bit of value at twelve bucks. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I sent through to you, mate. We're going to shift over to a bit of surfing action because and before we jump into the Bells event, we're going to talk about Albie Layer's new uh, new little short, which he's always good to watch. He's always if he drops something. I immediately watch it. Eh? I, yeah, he's I so enter- he's he's just entertaining. Like from any side of surf, he just rips. Yeah, so Albie Layer has just um, released a new uh, a new short sort of clip called "Opinionated Passion," and it's some of the best surfing as usual from Albie Layer. Like you just expect it with him. Uh, some of the best serving, but also some of the most interesting opinions uh, I've heard in a while as far as related to surfing. Yeah, and coming from a professional surfer, to to be that vocal, we're in an age now where they've weeded out the, I think the last time there was any kind of blop was maybe Martinez and maybe when Jeremy Flores had a little bit of a wig at it. At uh, Cooley, um, but they just don't. Yeah, seem, and they, don't, they just don't to be seem honest, to speak those, their mind. Yeah, and but to be honest, those wig outs weren't articulated that well. I, I reckon Bobby gets more uh, gets more love for his wig out than he probably should. Yeah, but it was it was justified, I think, in in that regard, like. He, he did pretty well. He got himself kicked off tour. 
He did really well. He did really well. But Albie's basically shitted on professional surfing and professionalised in the WSL, the ranks of the WSL and how it's judged and how those guys are considered the best surfers and all of that. I mean, I'm just going to, while we're here, bring up the top. Because during the um, during the interview, someone said he's the best surfer in the world. Yeah, and I, I heard that. And I, I, when, when I initially heard it, I thought, oh, obviously he's not better than John John. But if you talk about surfing all over and if you scroll through the top, compare Albie Layer, so to the top 30 or whatever – it doesn't take long to get down the list and be like, oh, my God, he's definitely up there, eh? Oh, 100%. You see what he does at Jaws. It was funny at the end of that thing they're saying um, something about him doing a turn. Like you don't see him doing a turn, which is fine. You, he can, you don't think he can't do a turn? Of course he can do it. He just chooses not to. Exactly. Uh, so he's, he's surfing the way he wants to surf, not, you know, just, just even watching – the comp the other day where it's, you know, two foot and they're just, it's not good to watch. Like nah, he doesn't sorry. want to be a part of that shit. Nah. So yeah, we'll dig deep on that. I reckon. And, uh, what I was looking at was, okay. So Italo, John, John and Gabby, I think, are comparable to him as far as, you know, exciting, good surfers and can surf big and small stuff. Like, Gabby can surf huge stuff. If you talk – if I can't hear from someone shitting on Gabby. He, he, he surfs, like, Tahiti better than anyone almost. Like Yeah, that, that year that he won when it was just maxing and he was just doing those double-arm stalls to get into it, that's exactly. pretty, pretty ridiculous. John John, he's amazing. He can surf big stuff. He surfed the Yeti and all that. Italo – He's just on that level air-wise and, you know, maybe not big stuff yet, but Italo's incredible. But then you go down and you're like, if we had a couple of Albi layers on tour instead of, and I'm not going to name any names because we do shit on a lot of these surfers. Um, yeah, I just think it would be pretty incredible. Yeah, but I just don't think that style of surfing – even though it's good to watch, it's like going back to having Dane on tour. Like they, they don't go, they don't surf comps like that for a reason because it just doesn't suit them in any way. And I don't think that you know, so-called athletes surfers, they're not comparable. Like I, I don't know how you can compare other than the the few that you just mentioned. No, you can't. And um, these guys like Albie and Matt Miola were good friends with a uh, great friend of the show, Geoff, mm. which is crazy. Yeah, and they're just watermen at the same time. They're watermen and you just think about, well, they just surf these rugged areas and uh, it's pretty gnarly. It's... Um, yeah, I think they deserve more exposure. Like what those guys are doing over there, like they're all doing crazy freedom. Like they're living in the water and doing, um, yeah, doing a lot 
to sort of push the boundaries of what you can do in the ocean. It's good to see. Yeah, and and the surfing, like as the the alley oops that he he does. Like if you it's compare nuts. if you compare that and just I think uh, not that long ago, um, Mikey Wright's section came out where he's doing alley oops and stuff. Albie's Albie's shits all over him. Shits all over him. Yeah, and he he's top ten surfer, you could say. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a big gap between the top four or five guys, and then the rest. Definitely, but you know what's crazy about Albie is um, the sponsorship. Like he's got like Dakin or whatever, or is it Dakin? Dakin, Dakin, Dakin. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of these guys in this area aren't really getting the recognition that they need and they rip. I wonder why they're not. Well, he, he mentioned that in there that he was the first person to get sponsored by Nike and he didn't like the manager and told him to go fuck himself and, and drop. He, either he got dropped from Nike or or he just went, fuck it, I don't want to surf you guys. Um, but it's the politics that are involved in in surfing. Um, there was they were basically... Like- making him to go on the tour, they were like, oh, yeah, you should definitely go on the tour. Yeah, this is the only way that you're going to be a professional surfer is if you do this. And it was it was interesting. The other day there was um, – they had like the nominees for the surfer award, like Big Wave, and Laurie Towner had a bit of a mm-hmm. rant as well. Did you see that? No. So he got one paddling wave at – uh, at cloud break, which was just sick, like paddling, just get like a proper barrel. If, if it was four foot, it'd be a sick barrel and didn't get picked. And some of the other waves and it's like the it's, it's for the sponsors. The, the criteria of it all is so political. And when did politics come into surfing? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And you can pretty much say when the well, I'd say I'd when say money. when they're money, but there's also this hierarchy. There's like these guys at the top of surfing that are determining what's good and what's not, and it's a load of shit. Like a lot of the older guys, and like a lot of them have got no idea. Uh, mm. We'll get to the com- we'll get to the commentators talking about the bells event and all that, uh, but we. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and, and and this is the the thing that there's, I guess with that competitive surfing, there's that, and the WSL and ASP before it, there's that group, and you can have a look at who's, I guess these coaches. Didn't I, I'm not 100 percent sold on the surf coach. Do you think a coach no. is is needed in surfing? No. I don't. When John John got Ross Williams, I was like, that's the stupidest thing ever. If you're like a naturally gifted surfer, why mess with that? Like why try to turn it into something that it's mechanical or planned? Like you, you're good at what you're doing. Turn up at the event with your mates or your partner or whatever and just surf. Don't overthink yeah. it. Yeah, and and look, I, I can see the benefits of having a – a good group of people around you, but do you think that he's not coaching you to do a better turn? I guess he's just, it's more of a mental coach for some of those guys, but 
Yeah, I, I don't. And you've got guys that aren't competing in this new era as as coaches, and they weren't the best surfers to begin with. Mm. So, do you want to get advice off a, of someone that wasn't wasn't winning heats? No, you don't. Yeah. I know who you're referring to, but he seems to do pretty well. <laughs> who am I referring to? Uh, the coach, I'm not going to yeah. say. But because uh, we're trying to have less hate on the pod. Yeah, we're the, we're the positive people. I forget that. But uh, so, yeah. Yeah, you're referring to Marco, clearly. <laughs> shush, Mark, shush. We won't mention any names. Yeah, but I know what you mean. No, I don't like the coaching, but it's this is a whole thing. But I feel like, and we'll get to Bells, we'll just transfer over to Bells. Like with the whole Bells event, it's the same as the uh, the Goldie event where I feel like they're just trying to, they're on the fence of either rewarding progression or not. Like they're, they're just in between still and they can't decide what they're doing with it. Yeah, I, th- I think you're bang on with that. Um, and I think it's as well because of the how the waves have been. That yeah. They – and this is another thing that we could go into is like they're not – they're putting them out there and the only reason they competed over the Easter weekend in those waves was purely because they've sold passes for corporate. It's the same as that Sunday at – at Snapper, which they didn't hold on. So the only reason they're doing certain things is now for the corporate money, which is fucked. Oh, yeah. And, and I reckon yeah. that's got a – and that's – the judges are like, well, we're here to judge, but how do we judge – I don't think they've judged shit waves like this for a while and they don't know where to go with it. Um, I don't know what you mean. A, yeah, it could be a bit of a, a reason behind it. Yeah, I know what you mean, and uh, it's definitely been some shit surf to start off the year. As far as Bell's event, I guess we should start off at the top. Who are your – have you got a few picks who you've thought might take home the Bell this year? Um, I haven't – I was trying to look at it today because of the, the forecast, um, and it looks like there's a swell coming. I don't know if that's – I saw something on there and it was like like crazy winds, um, but it looked like – it was saying something about you got to wait and uh, they're glad they're waiting for this swell or something. Um, I think off the bat, as much as – So as of Friday, just to stop you there, so Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, it peaks at 16 foot. Okay. On the swell uh, yeah. thing. So – Clearly, as of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there is potentially Sunday as well, some huge swell coming. Yeah. If they run it, it just depends on how they run these heats because there's some good heats straight off the bat. And I've got one. I think if the waves are good, it changes my... My like if it gets a bit bigger, it changes who I'm thinking. Um, and definitely, and the first heat in the water is Kelly and Geordie, uh, Kelly and Julian. Yeah, um, I reckon if it gets good, Kelly could 
do some damage if he can get past Julian. Oh, definitely. If it gets big and sort of difficult, so big and good and but difficult a bit, Kelly could definitely get past Julian. Yeah. Um, and big like that as well, like I'm starting to go with the bulkier brands. A little bit of a, a dark horse, um, maybe Michelle. Michelle Perez, really? If it, get, if it gets big. Um, like like him, Jordy, some of those bigger guys that can just. I'll, I'll tell you who I've loaded up on um, on this event because I've seen this big swell coming at the end and I hope I'm right, is Wade. Yeah, that's Wade, a person. Wade surfs well in big, weird shit, like sunset sort of stuff. And on his, you know, forehand, uh, he's got a tough heat, though, against this David Silva, this Brazilian who all these new Brazilians on tour, fuck, they surf well and they're hard yeah. to get past. And, but uh, I, I think that as well that they're surfing well because the waves are a bit more suited to what the QS has been. So mm-hmm. they're kind of like the, and it's been a while since the, like the tours had to surf some pretty average waves to start a year. It's normally on and it kind of sorts everyone out a bit and you don't get to see these, these guys fresh off the QS um, really making a statement. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like a bit of meat is going to gonna be interesting. Um, they're kind of what I was thinking. There's some good heats though. Yeah, there's some crazy heats coming up. And interesting, if I was going to load up my $500, but I, they, they're not releasing the, the odds for the winner, which is strange. Like they've pulled back on the odds for the winner at the moment. Um, I've got the original odds for the start of the event. But if I was going to, let's have a look whether we can get. It's it's uh, stupid that like in between rounds, why they aren't updating. I know. Like, there's money in that. Like it's just, it's like, can you imagine if at the start of the year they didn't start updating like, or the start of the playoff series, they didn't start updating the odds? It's fucking I don't ridiculous. Know. They just, they just don't. They sometimes do it, but sometimes don't. I don't. I don't know why. I'm just trying to pull up if we've got any futures slash outrights, men's. Let's have a look. Bear with us. They don't have it. They've just got this this next round. I'm on lad. I've moved to Ladbrokes. They got it on Ladbrokes. Oh, so what what are we what are we looking at? Because we could get this out before they start. Then. Oh, we will. We'll get it out. Uh, Felipe's five to one. John John five dollars fifty to one. Scrap that Felipe at five to one. Sorry, but this isn't the event for him. Medina seven to one. It's not for him either. Italo at seven to one. Jordi at nine to one or seven to one. So let's forget all these boys. Now we've got Wade sitting at twenty one to one. Kelly at twenty one to one. Ooh. So we've got some saucy ones. So we're going to pull out the Reed Pod, the Reed Pod, the Two Kooks Pod, <laughs> uh, the Two Kooks Pod five hundred dollars, and we're going to load up here. I think. Yeah, I think there's some uh, there's some good bets to be had. 
Yeah, actually, you can just, get it on TAB as well. So if you guys, okay. for our overseas listeners, uh, you can get on Ladbrokes or tab.com.au sports bet, dropping the ball on this one. So straight up, I'm going to go, I, I already have money on this guy. Uh, I'm going to go 100 on Kelly and 100 on Wade. Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with those because they're two people I'm thinking yeah. is, is worth it. Let me just pull so, up. So I can just have a look at these odds on Ladbrokes. On T- I'm on TB. Ladbrokes wasn't really working. Okay. I, have, I have a bit of a problem over here with what sites I can actually get on, oh, um, which is a little bit frustrating in some senses. Okay, so so we've got those two to win two grand each, uh, if either of those win. As you get, guys know, if... if if you follow the pod, we're rarely going to go on anyone under 10 to 1. We'll sometimes put in a, you know, 9 to 1 or an 8 to 1-er. Uh, but, yes. Did you see Jack Freestone's, any of your Jack Freestone's heats? Oh, I saw that last heat and it wasn't. Like the waves, you can't judge the surfing on that. Yeah, I, I'm starting to think Jack Freestone's a bit of a betting trap. Yeah, I feel like you can sort of a bit of in the Dane sort of realm where you like you like their surfing, but gambling on them's like smashing your head against a brick wall a bit. Yeah. See, on the TAB, I can't get it anyway. Okay, so Ladbrokes, you got Jack Freestone at fifty to one. Your guy, Michelle, Michelle Barres at forty-one to one. Ooh, some money in it. I like those odds. Would you? Would we add a hundred on that? Yeah, either that or a fifty. We might spread that one a, a couple of, across a couple of guys at that kind of price because that's still that's still a two grand return oh, at forty one to like one. I feel pretty confident on that one. Okay, I trust your uh, your judgment actually quite well. I don't know. I feel like if we're going to go that, yeah, I feel pretty good on Michelle at a hundred to one. At 41 to 1, to return four grand. Geez, that'd up our uh, kitty really high, wouldn't it? Certainly would. You might have to come over here and uh, <laughs> we'll go and bet on some sumo. Celebrate it. Yeah, so we've got Wade, Kelly and Michelle. Uh, and who's Michelle against in, the, in this next? So he, he's, got a t- he's got a tough heat, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, but let me just have a look. Oh, actually, he's got Ryan Callanan. Yeah, Ryan on his backhand, mate. Yeah, geez, I'm feeling very confident on this hundred, this uh, forty-one to one on Michelle Perez. So yeah, I'm liking that. Like he's yeah. There's some there's some good bets just in this round for a multi, which um, I guess that's our little side bets that no one can hear at the moment. But yeah, we'll get that. We'll somehow get a. Yeah, we'll do something. I don't know how we're going to do that, but there's ways to have it so we release them. Mm. Uh, who else do you like? What about a bit of William Cardo? So I, yeah, I, I, I thought he was at eighty-one to one. Oh, I love him. I think he's great, and, and he he's quite big, and he does well at those kind of. If it gets like that little bit, not he's won an event big. too. Yeah, he won at. Uh, they would say the Margs, but it was when it was at Ulu's. Okay, when it so got 50, moved. 
50 on William. Yeah. Uh, okay, to return 4,000. Yeah. Uh, who else are we liking? An interesting one, but I don't think his form is justifying this. Mm. Is is um, whatever his name is, Abelli. How he how he surfed really good that year. Yeah, I think he's been a bit off since he's then. Off. He's he's off, but I think he's good too. I'm with you. He's yeah. definitely off. I don't know what's up with him. He's not. He's just because he's little. He sometimes looks like he doesn't have the power. Um, geez, Solly Bailey, he was looking pretty decent at 126 to one. Wow. So that that might be our other 50. Oh, geez, and Pedersen Crisanto. I love these new Brazilians, mate. They they surf well. 151 to one. What's yeah? So he's got. He's got Michael Rodriguez in the oh. next next round. See Rodriguez as well. Yeah, but that's that's a 50-50 heat, and then he's into the next round. It's a uh, 50-50 heat for sure, man. And and I reckon um, Bailey will get. Go. I reckon he'll beat Connor Coffin. I reckon he'll beat Connor Coffin for sure. People are loving Solly Bailey. They, they like his vibe. I like his vibe. He's uh, he's cool, dude. Um, yeah. So, like, what you could do is go fifty on both Pedersen and Michael, and then you know one of them are getting through. Yeah, but it's still early. That that gets them through to the, I guess, round of sixteen, huh? Yeah, through the round of sixteen. But I don't know, man. Like, odd wise, you're talking five thousand dollars. That is true. I like both of those guys. He's a little dynamo, that Pedersen Crisanto. Yeah, it just it just worries me if it gets bigger with those guys. I don't know but how they're going to What hit. about Michael Rodriguez if it gets bigger? I'm not yeah, really worried I, about him. No, I, I don't know if, if they've got it. If it gets like that real raw, kind of like windy, big, I don't think they'll be able to work it out. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. He got a 17th at, on the Goldie event. Yeah, and I don't think go go to those and just go, okay, if it if this forecast is right, as long as they don't run it beforehand, it kind of cuts a few of these guys out. I don't know how much they've surfed Bells, and Bells is that kind of wave that doesn't seem to really suit guys that haven't surfed it very much. I know what you mean, but we've got Italo who came home and won it, what, last year or the year before? Yeah, but he's – Italo's Italo. Italo is Italo. We've just mentioned that before, that he's – yeah, he's with John and Gabby. All right, so where are we going with our last 150? Okay, I, I'm thinking that we need to be – you can pretty much rule out no, no, no. I'm just going from the bottom. Solly, I like. Ricardo Christie, no. Jeremy Flores, no. Ace, no. So you're kind of getting back up to the around the 60 to 1. I don't see. Mikey might be at 41. Mikey's injured. He's out. He, he's out. He's not out, but he's no. He's no, fine. he's no good. 
Again, I think that I could be wrong. That could bite me in the ass, but yeah, he said he looks injured. Okay, so why don't why don't we load up a the hundred and fifty on someone, someone a bit yeah. shorter? Who are we feeling? Or maybe a little sneaky fifty on Kanoa. I'll bet on Kanoa in my own personal bets. Okay. Uh, Thinking that it was going to be a bit smaller, I'm 100% happy to put 50 on Kanoa. Yeah, and then we've got 100 to play with. Kanoa at, let me just write this down, 50 at 41 to 1. Yeah, and the, the other one, and I think this is good because they just fucking froth his backhand at the moment the way this the judges are don't know what's right and what's wrong. Mm. You know what? You know who I'm talking about, hey? Because his his heat scores the other day. I was watching his heat with Jack and whoever the the young local guy. Oh dog. Yeah, O dog. Really? At at eighteen to one, like his backhand scores out there. True, and it's going to be huge. Yeah, big guy. This is kind yeah. of like the way we're heading. I reckon that's our, our last time. It's a little safe for you to get 900 bucks. All right, so just to recap, we've got Wade at 21 to 1 at 100 bucks. Kelly at 100. I don't love that Kelly bet, but uh, Kelly, 100 bucks at 21 to 1. Michelle Barres, 100, 100 bucks for 41 to 1. William Cardoso, 50 at 81 to 1. Kanoa, 50 at 41 to 1, and O-Dog, 50 at 18 to 1. Some interesting bets. I really, and for the listeners, I would have a listen. I would have a think if you got any leftover cash of throwing some at that heat, uh, that Rodriguez and Patterson Crisanto. I don't know yeah. why. So, so on, on your math, which is amazing, you're at, yeah, four, my math. You're at 450. I'm at 450 shit, okay. <laughs> so right. I've, I've got an idea with the – and we're just going to give these guys a little bit of a taste of our multi-faceted skills. Why don't, why don't we just have a quick little 50 multi? Not Nothing too crazy, just a couple oh, of legs yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and see what you've got. What, what heats – And I'll bring up the odds in my sports bet. Yeah. Now, this is, this is usually going to be on the Patreon or whatever or whatever we load up for people on the paid area because we can't keep getting out these winners, can no, we? No. Just, the listeners are going to be so just rich. What about we go Kelly? We go Solly Bailey to beat Connor, like you said. Yeah, and then I, I reckon uh, Kanoa to beat Ace. Kanoa to beat Ace. This isn't a huge one. So we're only at we're only at ten to one. Okay, go one more, and I think that's a tasty. You have a pick. O dog at one dollar fifty. That brings us up to fifteen to one. Should a lot's got to fall your way. As far as a multi, I probably wouldn't do this on fifty bucks. Nah, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, multi's more about volume, isn't it? Yeah. 
So, and then we've, we've, we've got to go, let's, let, actually. Well, why let's don't we go, just go 25 each on Rodriguez and Crisanto? No, no, no. I've got a good idea here. So, out of our picks here, so we've got Wade. Yeah. So, we've, we've, got, we've got six guys here. So, let's pick, pick them all to win their heats. There's a good multi. Okay. So, so, let, Ke- let me tell so, you something. So, Kelly. One second. Kelly, yeah, Michelle. What? Yeah, Wade. Wade. Michelle. Michelle. Michelle, where are you? What's your Michelle? Michelle, where are you? Against, are you? Is, the, is the third, fourth heat. Fourth heat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly, Michelle, Owen, Kanoa, and Cardozo. Yeah, I got Cardozo. So one, two, three, four, five. Is that right? No, one more. Oh, am I missing? The listeners must be loving and loving this. Uh, I am missing O Dog. There we go, and that brings us up to twenty nine dollars. Okay, so I'm loading this up right now. Done. Uh, so for the listeners, jump on that. So again, doesn't doesn't have to be a fifty. This is just we've got the, a little bit of cash in the bank. So bet within your means. If it's ten bucks to to take home two hundred and ninety bucks, hey, it's ten bucks to yeah, two coffees. Okay. Definitely bet within your means and uh, gamble responsibly. Have you got anyone else you've been having a little look at, punting on or anything else like that? Um, not really at the moment. Like I guess the only thing that's really I've been really onto at the moment is watching the football. Um, like a sneaky one would, and I, but I think the odds would be be terrible. Would be Liverpool to win the double. So. Win the Champions League and win the Premier League, which I wish Soren and I talked about at the start of the season. I wish I'd uh, put some money on them. That would be the the Should only I? sneak. Yeah, that one was paying ridiculous. It was the, it was the only bet, but I just don't like betting on my team because I just feel like it just puts a bit of juju. Yeah, I've been going through that with Sydney. I've been loading up on them and, yeah, they've lost every game. Yeah. I've and I, won, so. and I, I don't enjoy watching it, watching them as much when I've got money because I just get too frustrated and too nervous. Oh, me too, mate. I'm, I'm off it. Mind you, I, I want to do a little Sydney Swans talk. I'm happy to just drop this out for all you Swannies fans or AFL fans out there. They're not playing like a team and it is – Got to be the most annoying thing to watch I've ever, like, probably the most annoying football season I've ever watched them. Um, they're too on themselves and there's too many players just with little agendas and it's doing my head in. So Swans management, give me a call and I'll tell you what you need to do. Unfortunately, Buddy's got to go. Yeah, I've heard talk to- of Buddy, Buddy needing to go. Buddy needs to go. Uh, it sucks, but he's got to go. 
So yeah, that's my little swans rant. I won't I won't go too far with that because they have been doing my head in. Mm. But so that, if, yeah. sneak, if you want a sneaky bet, just okay. So what what happens with the swans, right? Just imagine they get rid of Buddy right now and then they get draft picks and they start playing incredibly. Well, to make the grand final, just to make the grand final, their current odds are 101 to 1. To make the final. Just to make it. The Swans have had bad starts to every season for like the last six years. And then they've gone on to win every single game after that. This is a horrific start, but... Mm, to make the final 100 to 1 sports bet. Ooh, I don't want to tell you what you should do, but you've got to think about that, that little, those little odds just to make the final. Yeah, that's sneaky, hey? That's super sneaky for the listeners, just the ones that have been hanging around, enjoying the pod to the very end. That's for you guys. Jump on there and have a look. Actually, have a look at the odds to make the final on Sportsbet uh, in the AFL, and you'll be very uh, interested to see what we've got there. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess you need the Swannies to come home. Now you've got a lot, <laughs> lot riding on it this year. Mate, I've got a lot riding on it, don't I? So <laughs> let's let's hope they make some drastic changes over the next couple of weeks. Bloody hell. Yeah. Who have they got this weekend? This weekend, no idea. No idea. It's at, that, it's at that stage, is it? It's at that stage <laughs> that I'm just – I turned it off within the first 20 minutes when on the last game because I was getting so angry. They were playing Richmond, oh, the old Pels, I like to call them, and um, our Richmond fans will love that. We've just lost, we've just lost about 100 listeners. Uh, but, yeah, we just got smoked by them. Did, uh, did my head in. No, it's not. It's not good to watch your team just going through a, a period like that, is it? No, it is not enjoyable at all. So, anyone else want to hit us up with some uh, cheeky bets? Uh, please, yeah. How would they get a hold of us? That's the whole thing. We've got nothing, right? Yeah, now. well, we need, we need to do something to get the bets out there. So I might get on uh, on the gram and create an account for us for well, our betting. What we'll do is we'll do a two cooks private Instagram maybe. Yeah. And that'll have the bets and all of that. So, oh, we're playing the GWS Giants this weekend. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Oh, the Derby. The Derby for the triple header. Oh, my gosh. Make or break for you, Mark. Make or break. It is. So, look, you've got your surfing bets. You've got. Uh, a bit of basketball action, which I'm not loving. It's just it's just a bit of action. Sneaky AFL bets. I did a gambling heavy pod, but good fun. It's good fun. Certainly was. All right. Well, I've got to get my ass moving. Likewise, and uh, yeah, hit subscribe on the uh, on the channel. We're gonna update the channel, get a logo, two kooks, have it going crazy. So. Enjoy. Thanks for listening, guys. Share with your Thanks, friends. Thanks, guys.